Art on the Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with Go With Yamo. Go With Yamo is an art exhibition app which helps you to find the exhibitions, art fairs and art events happening all around you. The app displays exhibitions based on your location. So the one closest to you will be at the top of the list. But if you're planning a trip, you can, of course, change your location to a different city. What makes the app really fun is that when you are at an exhibition, you can check in and earn points, which can then be used to redeem prizes from the in-app store, such as prints, exhibition tickets, books and more. Go With Yamo also create custom virtual exhibitions for galleries and artists. They recently created the virtual space for the Art on a Postcard Winter Auction, which is definitely worth checking out if you haven't done so already. You can find all of these on their website, along with some great blog content, including artist interviews, exhibition recommendations, quizzes and reviews. The Art app is free to download from the App Store and the Google Play Store, so make sure you check it out and visit their website, www.gowithyamo.com. That's G-O-W-I-T-H-Y-A-M-O. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to Art on a Podcast, the podcast created by Art on a Postcard. Today's episode is with the wonderful Adi Adikola, whose 10 high-quality prints were hand-selected by the artist himself as a collection of some of his career-defining prints taken from series that have been shown in galleries around the world. These uh, fine art photography box sets are available on our website, www.artonapostcard.com. In this episode, Adi and I talk about the process behind his unique visual language, traditional African clothing, and the relationship between architecture and photography. Adi Adekola is a prolific artist, award-winning architect, entrepreneur, public intellectual, and author who has produced over 40 different bodies of contemporary works. He's been showcased internationally at art festivals, fairs and galleries in Africa, starting from his home city, Lagos, in Nigeria. He has become known for his craft work in post-production of his images, often warping the original image so that it takes on entirely new aesthetics and, in turn, new meaning. Hello. Hi. How are you? Very well. Nice to meet you, Rosa. Yeah, lovely to meet you as well. Um, where am I calling you today? Uh, I'm sp- I'm speaking from Lagos in Nigeria. Okay, great. How is how are things over there? I heard um, Nigeria doing pretty well at keeping the numbers down, right? Um, yeah. So it's 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 a bit of a conundrum when when one thinks about it, you know, because um, we don't know the root cause whether it's something. Um, with regards to the particular strain or something with regards to uh, genetic makeup that's different. Um, but we haven't seen the, we haven't seen the sorts of um, um, results we see in the West. Um, our testing is not as robust, but um, we, we also don't see the deaths. Mm. So there's something, there's something amiss somewhere. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm sure, you know, it's be one of those things that time will tell and in hindsight we'll be able to sort of investigate further why that's occurring. Um, and have you been able to sort of continue working, stay in your practice, keep taking photographs? Um, absolutely. Um, I think that um, the, you know, we, I think, you know, we've been through what I would call three lockdowns in, in, in Nigeria. Um, the first is you know, the initial government announcement and then an extension of that. And then we went into a bit of a social social curfew. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that, at the, you know, at the, at the onset, um, I, yeah, I, I created a, ser- a new series, a new body of work, a, a series entitled um, Lockdown Portraits. And that's been um, keeping me busy since... Um, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think I will be. I will. Be, I will. I would. I, I thought I would have put it to bed by this time <laughs> on the calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds great. So, how how have you been taking these photographs? Are they um, uh, people in in lockdown, as you say? No. So so um, you know um, my my photography practice. Well, well, first of all, I consider myself more of a conceptual artist than a photographer given that um, photography for me is more medium than it is craft. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, and over the years, what I, have, what I have done is I've been taking photographs since I was, um, I'm not a bad photographer, but um, um, I've been taking photographs since I was about 10. And um, I, I I've luckily um, have uh, 90% of all, or 95% of all the photographs I've ever taken. Um, so I have a huge extensive archive. And because um, a lot of my my practice is also looking at the um, history and how to contemporize the history of the culture in which I I live in Nigeria, Um, you know, going back to old footage sometimes is 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 more relevant than than taking new footage. So I'm 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 lean on the capture and um, heavy on the uh, post uh, post production edits. Yes, yes, I have. I have noticed that. Obviously, that's very apparent in your work. Um, it was interesting what you said about, um, you know, sort of um, reimagining uh, culture and uh, time, as you said. And I, I read in your artist statement um, that you, you've written, I view tradition with a slightly conflicted gaze of being both familiar and unknown. Um, mm-hmm. Could you elaborate on that and kind of explain a bit about what you might mean by that and how that comes out in your work? Well, um, you know, so you know, uh, tradition is, is 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 something that you know it's, it 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 becomes part of, you know, it's it's a way in a way in which we do things, and it becomes a part of culture to the point that you don't you don't notice it, right? Um, so at the at, at the um, you know when you're practicing it, you know you're sort of like you're going through it through you're going through it, and it's 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 present. So it's, you know, it's more, you know, you have to think about it from a contemporary perspective in which, you know, that's been expressed um, because its origins were never meant to be expressed in that contemporary tradition. So there's often a slight um, uh, uh, ontological disconnect, i.e. there's an opportunity for some sort of discovery or something is sort of, you know, um, an acute photographer will have his eye open at that kind of juncture. Um, you know, um, whereas when you are looking at tradition, which is saying, you know, this is, this is the way that, um, you know, a, a culture chooses to express itself within its original context, then it's more sort of like, you know, uh, mythological for me. Uh, um, in that, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, you're, 
you have to believe because you are told. So it's, you know, you're not quite sure, again, you know, do I trust it in its entirety or do I look for disconnects? So it's, it's both those two things which, you know, make both sides of the coin, you know, a little bit um, poignant for me. Yeah, right. So is it kind of, you know, viewing things as being um, sort of uh, double or multifaceted or multi-meaning all at once? I mean, as you were saying, you know, a lot of the outcome of your images is achieved in your extremely experimental editing, like your post-production. Mm. Um, and sort of what is that process like, um, you know, from looking at an image, as you said, you know, from your catalog mm. images, how do you know, for instance, um, included in the box set is um, your beautiful work, Mirror Mirror, where we mm -hmm. see, you know, the, the model's skin tone has been turned red, there's a bright yellow color around her, and then we have this double image of her on top mm. of um, the image of herself. Did mm. you know, okay, this is what I'm gonna do with this image. Do you know where it's gonna go or is it a matter of sort of playing and um, sort of exploring with the image, as you say, crafting? So, I mean, okay, so again, because I make my work in series, so um, I will have, you know, um, in that body of work entitled Mirror Mirror, you know, probably about 75 images, right? And all those 75 images will have um, the same visual language and the same techniques um, and the same sort of like, you know, visual exploration and representation. Um, but between series, they differ, right? Um, but there are a number of things which are, are, are common about my work. And, you know, the first of which is, you know, you are asking me about, you know, from a temporal perspective, you know, in, in terms of now and then, in terms of my early explanation. You know, what I, I you know, the, what I try to do is I try to fracture the foreground and the background of an image, right? And I think when I do that, it allows me to play with that element of time. So for example, I may decide to contemporize the background after it's been fractured, or I may decide to contemporize the foreground and leave the background original. And with both those two kind of edits, I introduce that kind of poignant tension where your eye and your mind is looking to discover, you know, it just becomes more, much, much more richer. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was the series, the Mirror Mirror series? So the Mirror Mirror series is um, actually a series that explores um, um, identity and it is, they're all, um, you know, that's, that's a single image, um, but it normally comes in a triptych. So there are two other um, images that I'm missing from that one that is in the box set. Um, and it's, um, uh, it's the same model um, and she's shot um, in a range of quasi-religious um, outfits. So in this one, she's wearing a hijab. Um, and in other ones, she's, you know, in a, you know, it's meant to be more traditional restraint. And another one, she's just wearing a very, very long white wig, um, almost as cloth, right? Um, and so, you know, the, the, the 15 um, um, pieces in the series are meant to be viewed together. And, you know, you are meant to then look at the, see how the individual changes from a kind of like, you know, recognition point of view or perception point of view based on, on what they're wearing. Um, and the duplication of the image, um, 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 the, uh, the duplication of the, I mean, I, I do a lot of um, image um, um, layering and, 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 and duplication and multi, well, in this case, I think there are probably three images in, in, in that piece, Mirror Mirror. 
but it's to it's to kind of create this almost otherworldly religious sort of um, uh, 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 I don't know how I don't know what the right word it is to give it a, a little bit of spiritual overtone to give it a little bit of charge. So yeah. again, you're looking at something which is kind of like being charged on a sort of like you know um, time point of view, but then this is looking at another dimension. And saying, you know, we can also make it, you know, almost as something that you may want to wash it. I don't know how to put that more eloquently in language. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so interesting. It's such a beautiful image. Um, and hearing that really, you know, um, is so insightful. Um, and you mentioned, you know, this use of clothing um, in this particular series, but there's also in Emperor's Clothes, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of your images as well to kind of feature very colorful fabrics in elaborate fashion. Um, and in this image, you know, with the title Emperor's Clothes, it's very evocative mm-hmm. of that, um, you know, alluding to the Danish legend whereby the townspeople all go along with the powerful man's delusions that, um, that he is dressed when in fact he's not. And um, I wonder like how much is uh, fashion and kind of clothing um, sort of integral to your work? Um, well, you, you, you've asked one question, but the, your, your prior statement asked maybe three more. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so um, let me try and answer the one you've asked directly. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, because you know, as I stated, a lot of my work looks at, you know, kind of like you know, Nigeria's cultural history, um, and along the various, you know, ethnic and tribal um, um, lines. Um, you know, I, 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 textiles is uh, the textiles tradition amongst the tribes is something that I, I, I have uh, continued to and uh, will, uh, and af- I'm fascinated by it. One, um, I have created a body of work that's entirely based on it, um, and um, yeah, it's something that uh, I traditionally go to. Um, with regards to the um, applique of the various individuals. Um, who who are uh, photographed in the Emperor's Clothes series? I think that as a photographer, which you know I, I, I still am, but I just don't serve my work as photography, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm I'm always drawn to that to that sort of like um, to that detail. Excuse me, let me tell you. That. That's fine. Um, I'm always drawn to that you know to that detail of of um, what one sees when one is observing, you know, stuff in the environment. And I think, you know, when you, when you come across something as rich as um, uh, uh, textiles, when you see it through the camera for the first time, you know, through you know, whichever lens you use, and you see the intricacy, you know, you become fascinated with that individual or that scene or trying to create, you know, um, a photograph that, that really, you know, focuses or showcases the, 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 the textile without you know pushing the the wearer um away from the from from focus um so it's it's that's always fascinating and i think you know emperor's clothes um again you know um because it's 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 you know directly it's looking at very old nigerian traditions and it's saying let's serve this in a contemporary way there are also a number of you know tongue-in-cheek um gestures you know and, and you know so the title itself is says asking whether they the culture is still significant and relevant, and that is, you know, does the emperor have any? Mm, 
yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's such a beautiful image just um as I said the colors and also you know you mentioned the background and the foreground becoming two separate elements and I think that, that in, compositionally in this image is really really beautiful um I also wanted to ask you about so I was uh reading through your biography and um it states that you were originally an architect before you really started to draw on this medium that you work with now um, and two of your images included in the box set um, are sort of a merging of architectural images um, using Big Ben and uh, London Eye and those types of images and I wondered does your practice as an architect influence your practice as a photographer or as a as a conceptual artist? I mean, I, I think, you know, I think, you know, um, the answer is yes and no. And I, I, I probably I'm not, you know, skilled enough to actually tell you where um, the real points of significance are. But I think that, you know, because I was trained as, a, as an architect, um, my, my orientation towards, you know, visual things is, 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 is very much in that tradition. So um, I, 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 and I think, you know, that's, you know, I, so I would say it's more from a, more from, from seeing and observing. And also, um, I, I think, you know, the similarity now that I've got me talking about it, the similarity between both professions is actually in the post-production post environment, you know, where um, in a way, I mean, even the languages that I use, I'm fragmenting the image. Right, I'm I'm creating layers as if they were floors of a building or whatever it is, and mm -hmm. then I'm modifying within those layers to 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 try and rearticulate a, a, a whole that's that's more than the sum of its parts. So I think you know in the in the um, in the editing process and the post production process, I think there's a, a great similarity between, uh, and that's probably where. Um, where I'm, I, where my training as an architect is, has, has seen me become more comfortable in that environment. You know, where I, I, I do more post editing than I do capture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think the one um, in uh, the one in the block set, colorful, color field assemblage. Yes. That one is probably for me the most sort of um, obfuscated and abstracted. Um, yeah of the images. Um, could you talk me through that uh, that image and uh, sort of, if it's from a series, what the series is and what it's about? Um, the, the, so the series is, the series is, is Color Field Assemblage and um, really, you know, it, its name is really, you know, taken from, you know, um, you know the Color Field um, Expressionists, I think, you know, of the 60s, um, where artists were, were interested in, in blocks of color. And, you know, some of them, you know, uh, uh, expressed, you know, um, the experimentation to that, you know, in linear fashion, some in, in, in organic fashions. And all produced a sort of fairly um, rich, rich um, uh, uh, visual um, languages. So, I, you know, my, my thinking then when I was approaching the series, uh, was, this is more right brain um, um, approach to, to the photography was that um, you know well why don't I create you know these layers of and shapes of color from from the photographs right and then you know in assembling them you know again you know um, I can then recreate a whole that 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 that's um, fairly interesting and what's actually fairly um, uh, uh, um, powerful about that is that you know as you layer upon each 
each block of color, you would get new color. So um, stuff that was not originally part of the design comes out, you know, um, in, in, in the assemblage, right? And, and, and that piece, um, you know, um, or actually all the pieces in the series called that assemblage are actually meant to be um, seen in a light box. And when you gently um, change um, the color of the light uh, um, in the light box, you then have this dance between layers of, of what was ostensibly a, um, a two-dimensional photograph, you know, starting to behave as if it's a, a three-dimensional installation. Right, right. Wow. How do you discover sort of new mediums like that? Are you someone who sort of, or, or new ways of working? Are you constantly, is it from your own practice or is it from sort of research and um, sort of, you know, acquiring uh, knowledge of past sort of used um, techniques? Um, I, I think I think it's, you know, certainly by at least two means and, and probably by a lot more. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, my entire um, uh, um, ability to use the tools that I do is based on, on the experience I have at that point in time. And over time, as I use the tools more, I get a lot more experience that opens up the field even broader, right? <laughs> so um, because I'm, 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 I'm fundamentally, I'm an experimental artist, you know, I'm a lot more comfortable with ambiguity. I'm a lot more, I can, I can go into the creative darkness with a lot more comfort, right? I, if stuff is not looking great, it doesn't stop the experimentation. I still pursue past it to try and see if there's anything there, you know. Um, you know, and then, you know, there, there is the more sort of research-based, you know, approach, which is, you know, I think, um, the, you know, what I bring to the series, because each series is itself an, uh, an issue that um, needs to be explored, either from a societal, um, for, from some sort of, you know, um, uh, uh, um, societal basis anyway, some, some, some gnawing question that needs to be articulated or needs to be brought to the fore. And I think, you know, it's, it's it, in, in, in the series, I do a lot more kind of like desk-based research, trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, how I marry um, or how I use the, the, the imagery to articulate that particular aspect of the issue. So I think it's, 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 it's both, at least those two points. And then probably, um, you know, I, I, I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of um, image processing um, as, as experiments and um, as a sort of almost like a daily practice. Um, and then I, you know, I discover things from that, uh, which I add to the mix as well. Well, well, the outcome is something really special and really beautiful. Um, okay. And thank you so much for chatting with me this afternoon. We're really, really excited to have you included in the project. Um, and the box set itself just looks absolutely stunning. And I really can't wait for the listeners to finally see them. Um, yeah. They will surely raise some much needed funds for the Hepatitis C Trust. So thank you very much. Thank you, Rosa. Um, I, I enjoyed talking to you and um, I look forward to um, seeing the box sets too. Absolutely. All right. Take care, Ade. Have a great you take day. Take care. Have a good day. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Art on a Podcast. To find out more about anything in today's episode, go to artonapostcard.com and be sure to follow us on all our social channels at Art on a Postcard. Goodbye.